The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Joining me today is Jordan Cooney, who's the founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Previsible is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Jordan and I are going to discuss another helpful content update. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible.io. Jordan, hello. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Welcome. Yes, thank you for the welcome. Yep, I'm happy to be back. And I'm, I'm covering my ears, covering my ears because I know what's coming. Bah, 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 so I'm just giving... Ah, helpful it content. Is, it's not helpful, <laughs> but it's content. It's enough to... Bah, 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 bah. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. For new listeners of the podcast, that's our Google algorithm update. Oh my God. It's like my favorite part of the podcast. And I'm sorry, everybody. I know it's obnoxious. I can't help it. So obnoxious. Jordan, helpful content update number two. Number two. We've got a second helpful content update. And from what I remember of the first helpful content update, it was not very helpful and was not much of an update. That is true. Kind of a, a lot of 
bluster from Google about how content needed to be helpful and then nobody really saw their results change. What happened this time? Helpful or not? Well, I mean, it's still really early to predict. We're recording and we're less than a week into this helpful content update right now. So, so still kind of trying to figure out exactly where the dust is settling. But I can, I can confirm from looking at some of our client data and conversations that we've had, we're seeing some volatility. We're definitely seeing some volatility in, in some unique unseen before type scenarios uh, really quickly. Like we're seeing scenarios like uh, increases in click through rate improvements in rank position, but decreases in the number of clicks. Uh, that, that's a tough one to solve for. Wait, run that by me again. Better rankings, better rankings, but lower click through rates. No, better click through rates, <laughs> but less clicks. <laughs> I don't understand. Yes. How is that? How is that? Po- I guess that means less impressions, right? Impressions go down, click through rate goes up, less volume. Correct. Yeah. So people are, are there's less searches. That's one possible theory here, right? And it's not necessarily that that is that there's less searches uh, for any single given topic, but uh, one of the things that we don't spend a lot of time talking about here is uh, sequential searches. So someone looks up someone's name and then looks up a question about that person, like who their spouse is or what their age is or what the last movie they're in. And there's these sequences that happen in, in a search pattern, in, in a user search journey. And if Google's able to answer some of those questions a little bit sooner in the search results, then people don't ask as many questions and thus they have less searches. That's one possible scenario that's happening here in terms of some of the changes coming from the helpful update. All right. So what do we take from this? What do you think Google actually changed? Is it something related to sequential searches? They're prioritizing that more. They're they're adding more. I don't know, know how sequential searches would be throttled. It's a really good question. We've had a pattern of a few changes in the last four to five months. A lot of our listeners are probably going to remember that um, how-to content and how-to snippets, excuse me, as well as uh, FAQs uh, snippets were taken out of the SERP elements, right? So like you no longer have these FAQs that show up for ranking results. You no longer have how-to snippets showing up in ranking results. And this created a vacuum, a vacuum of space, right? Because Google used these elements to fill space in the SERP. And in filling that space, what we're noticing with the helpful content update is Google's using a lot of people also ask. Now, the people also ask was already on the page, but they've relocated it to a little bit higher on the page. Maybe a few more questions are being shown within the people also ask. There's also variants of people also ask. So also known as or also seen as type language that Google's using. So the frequency of which people also ask is showing up hasn't changed, but where has. Interesting. So basically Google has deprioritized or in some cases outright removed a certain type of content from their rankings. That's created a vacuum and they're backfilling that with not necessarily new pages, but alternative search options. That's right. Or, or, or the ability for you to know your answer pretty quickly, right? And I think it's, it's, uh, it's not as easy to diagnose this change because a lot of the third-party tools aren't showing massive like crazy volatility, off-the-chart, earthquake-like signals. 
what we're actually seeing is that Google is leveraging an asset that was already on the page, but just repositioning it. So no tool is telling us any information about that because the tool says, does it have it or does it not have it? It's a yes, no binary response. But it, in what we're seeing is we're seeing these swings in terms of how users might click on certain rankings because of the use of these like this, this people also ask or answer box. Uh, another good example is if you search for a prominent politician who has lots of search volume, right? Take any of them. You know, we'll use a representative here in California, Nancy Pelosi. She's had a lot of news recently about her. You search her name, what you're going to see is a box that's called Others Want to Know. And Others Want to Know say two things about Nancy Pelosi, what her nationality is and what her age is, which are probably the most commonly asked things. Now you don't do a subsequent search. You know her age. It's right there. And it is 83 years old. It's a spry 83 years old, but let's not get into politics. What I'm hearing from you is that we should go buy Google stock. Can I explain why? Yeah, please. Please explain why we should all double down on our Google stock at this point. Well, what I'm hearing from you is that basically Google is making it so you are conducting a second search, right? Either they're just giving you the information so you don't have to click off to someone else, or if it's a people also asked, you click into that, you get another search result, which is another page load, which is another opportunity to serve ads. Yeah. Is this a way for Google to up the monetization of their ads platform? It is definitely a way for them to control more real estate and in a very near term, likely consume that with, with ads. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think one of the great you know, ways that Google's done that in the last decade or half decade is what we call verticalized ad experiences, right? 10, 15 years ago, this happened with PLA is what they call it. Now they call it shopping ads. It's happened now in, in travel categories with the hotel finder. That is now a pay to play experience. And so the reality is as Google verticalizes these ad experiences, they can then throttle the use of an asset like people also ask or something else to incorporate a verticalized ad. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E 
Cloudflare.io. All right, so we're potentially seeing more verticalized ads from Google, another way for them to maybe tip the scales and away from organic search into some of their paid products. When we're optimizing our search results, what should we do now that we know that Google is making their content more helpful? And by that, I mean trying to get more ads onto the page. (laughs) So, I mean, the first thing is, is like the verticalization piece is probably way down the road yet, right? But as SEOs and as content marketers, we really need to be thinking hard about how we answer questions on pages and what the question intention of a page is. This is a whole new concept. We often talk about the intent of a page. Is the page transactional? Is it informational? But what is the question or what is the derivative response to a question that we are answering on the page? And should we be incorporating that on the page? Yes or no, right? So should we be having FAQs and should we be incorporating those on this page? Yes or no? That, that is a really important question for us to answer, no pun intended there. And it's not any different from, from other efforts that we've recently had to clean up as SEO and webmasters. Just six months ago, we had to do this with product reviews. And Google cracked down hard on how product reviews are being featured and if you should be showing in an aggregated or individual product basis, what tools you're using, are you using third-party um, reviews, are you using your own reviews? This became a big topic of conversation and a lot of websites had to clean that up. Here's another scenario of of cleanup or improvement and intentionality behind that content being on your pages. So how does this helpful content update relate to the last helpful content update? Well, there are some similarities here. One of the things that that I want to make sure our listeners understand is the core update and the helpful content update, they're two different things. They're not the same thing. They're two different announcements from Google. They are not overlapped in any, I mean, at least, you know, directional sense outside of the fact that they're happening one after the other, but they're very different in, the, in terms of their intentionality, in terms of how they're, they're, they're being implemented. And we can see this in the data. One of the components that I can answer to address your question is that we're seeing a big shift in how English language content is unfolding across global markets. And so this helpful content update is clearly creating segments for where English content may have ranked in other countries and deprioritizing that, giving way to either localized content or other content. And so we have seen that happen in this helpful content update, saw that in the last helpful content update. So, you know, one of the things I'm advising a lot of SEOs and a lot of analytics people to do is Go take a look at your international traffic, see if you're seeing any fluctuations, especially if you are an English-only website but have had traffic coming and sourced from other countries that are non-English. It is worth a double-click and an important step in evaluating how the helpful content update has impacted your site. Let's look in the crystal ball for a second. What do you take away from this update, and is this a trend that we could see moving forward? Uh, the, the one trend I do see moving forward is Google loves smashing these different types of updates together. I got an interesting question today from from one of our clients, and it was, do you think that it's the same team and the same people that are actually releasing the code on these changes? And I was like, probably not. No, it's different departments, different groups that are trying to improve different user signals or user metrics that they're being measured on as a team within Google. So there's a difference there for sure. But uh, to answer your question, I think 
One of the predictions or ways for us to be looking at the future of Google updates is that many of them may come back to back or in a more rapid period. This is this is now almost a year pattern where we're seeing these updates in a more frequent short period of time and then we get a bit of a break from major changes. So that's one thing that we, we can take away. The, the second one from a helpful content update perspective is housekeeping is no longer about cleaning up crap pages that you have on your website and getting rid of them. That is certainly part of the effort, but housekeeping also now has to do with cleaning up the crap content that might exist on a good page. So if you've got a whole bunch of FAQs on your page that just say what the average price of your product is over thousands of pages, probably worth taking that off. It's not adding any value. And so those types of things are now now more in the fray than they were just six months ago or a year ago. So my big takeaway here is that Google is saying fuck you to the FAQ. <laughs> that is that is one way to certainly look at it, Ben. I like it. <laughs> that might be the best line I've ever had on the Voices of Search podcast. Let's not get ourselves. It's up there. It's definitely on the top 10. <laughs> okay. Other than, the, other than torturing the FAQs and, and making sure that all the content on your page is good and valuable and maybe tilting the scales towards their paid products. It seems like Google is paying attention to everything on the page, not just whether the page in its entirety is valuable, a continued trend that we've seen basically for the last few years. It also signifies that this might be the beginning of Google update season. So Jordan, are you telling everybody to go get their earplugs because I'm going to be doing the uh, Google update alarm more often? I think you'll be doing it more often in sequential weeks. But uh, it'll probably still be roughly, you know, a few periods a year. I don't think we're going to be seeing uh, a whole bunch of disruption every single week for six months. But uh, hopefully this is the back-to-back update and we get a bit of a breather here before we get into the holiday season. All right. Well, welcome to update season. Just getting that one out in advance of the next week. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, founder and CEO of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. 
You can also send us your topic suggestions or you can apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter or my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.